welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with Alec and Tracy uh, of Mizzou Swimming and Diving. Um, yeah, so let's start with the SEC championships, kind of how you guys thought that went from Mizzou and then moving forward, um, what it was like on your end, you know, having, having everything ultimately canceled and being relegated to your houses. Yeah, we were pretty excited about how SECs went. Um, I think for a lot of the guys, the focus was going to be on NCAAs, but we were still pretty thrilled with how they performed. And, and uh, you know, we had a, a individual champion, Danny Kovac, in the 100 Butterfly, um, which was really exciting. We had a number of uh, top three finishes. Um, so very happy with how that went. But that was still one more, you know, step in the preparation for NCAAs for a number of our swimmers. And so it was pretty tough to have that uh, ripped away from them like uh, everyone else was. I know it, it's not just us, though. It was worldwide. So I think we were kind of able to find some some solidarity there. Um, but we really feel for the seniors that were preparing and, and hadn't even tapered yet at the SECs that, you know, their last taper meet of their college career was going to be NCAAs. And, and unfortunately, that was taken away. I think uh, pretty amazed with the toughness and the resilience of our swimmers, though, the way that they – uh, we're able to take the news and handle it and, and refocus on, you know, whatever's coming next for them was very impressive. Yeah, and just on the women's side, I think um, we were had some great mid-season times that qualified us for NCAAs that we we're pretty certain we're going to make there. So we definitely had some women that were kind of swimming through SECs a little bit to really hit, hit it right um, for NCAAs to taper. So obviously not getting to quite see all of that hard work that they had put in um, and end the season quite the way they wanted was a really hard blow. But I think just motivation, obviously, moving forward. Um, we did have some seniors obviously affected, and that was tough. Um, but, you know, things happen for a reason, and that's what we just keep reminding everyone is try to find positive ways to keep moving forward. Um, so we were, you know, obviously heartbroken as everybody else was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I know that uh, the the facility where Mizzou practices um, was set to host the sectional meet, and like that got shut down the day it was supposed to start. I think, um, and so I'm guessing Mizzou is a college shut down pretty quick, and everyone kind of scattered, as as a lot of universities did. Um, what has that been like, kind of? how have you guys interacted with the team since then? Yeah, I definitely feel like uh, it happened really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, they were, I mean, they were quick decision makers and um, you know, the, the number of cases in Columbia has remained relatively low. So that is a, a very positive thing. Um, but it's been a lot of zoom interactions. Um, we're, we're trying to get creative. We do uh, zoom meetings every week and, um, you know, it's, it's uh, other ways that we can encourage interaction. We have group chats on GroupMe and uh, just fun games. Like we have a weekly trick shot contest. You might see it if, if anyone out there follows our Instagram, you'll see it come up every Tuesday. Uh, and so we encourage our, our swimmers to drop it in the GroupMe and they try and one-up each other and trash talk. So that's been kind of fun. But, um, you know, they, they have a training plan. We're able to give them a training plan. And we have a really terrific support staff. Uh, our strength and conditioning coach, Joe Collins, is – uh, I think you guys featured him last year. Uh, so if you haven't watched that, go back and watch that because he's, he's, he's awesome. 
and uh, he's given them a really good out of the water plan. Um, and uh, we have a, other than that, our nutritionist is on Zoom with them every week, giving them, you know, ways they can eat at home and, and how to fuel themselves. Our, uh, our mental performance coach, uh, our, our sports psychologist, she's on the Zoom meetings every week and we're doing exercises for mental health and how to keep a positive outlook and how to make sure we're coming out of this better than we went in. So we're doing a lot and it's been, it's been great. And one of the things that we are big on is mindset and attitude and outlook and how can we approach this from a stance that this is an opportunity and not a burden and how can we find ways to improve ourselves, whether it's uh, mentally, academically, physically throughout these next few weeks. And I think even a lot of our athletes did kind of act quickly. Um, some of the international kids were able to get home and kind of, I guess now they're stuck at home, but in a good way that they're able to spend this time with their family, um, becoming creative, obviously with ways to work out. And then each week, I feel like we're getting a little bit better of finding ways to help motivate. Um, the women's team just started like a buddy system. So they each week get assigned to a different person on the team to kind of just check in daily, either if they're going to do workouts together or talk about their food. Besides the trick shot, the girls also want to add a Monday munchies or I don't, they haven't come up with the slogan, but with some of the cool recipes and things that they've been trying. Um, obviously a lot more time in the kitchen. So they've been baking and cooking dinner for their families. So they're going to start trying to share some of those recipes with each other too. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that sounds like a lot of activity, which I think is good in, in a time like this, certainly. Um, so Tracy and Alec, you are both, uh, you know, this was both your first year as associate head coaches, um, Alec for the men's team and Tracy for the women's team um, at Mizzou. Uh, do you, how has this situation affected, I guess, just kind of your outlook? You know, I, I'm guessing you felt pretty good about the season you had had, but to not have that kind of final data piece, as a lot of coaches has, had mentioned, um, as first-year coaches at a program, um, what, what is that like for you? Uh, it's incomplete, I guess. I think a lot of the a lot of the guys did get, get their taper meets, so and women, men, and women both had their their SECs. So you know, there were just a handful of them that were tapering for NCAA. So um, it it's hard as anything where we didn't get that final meet that everyone was really looking forward to. Uh, but it was still a really amazing year. Uh, we saw so much growth and so much improvement across the board with all of our swimmers that we're, we're just so proud of the achievements that they have. And, um, you know, we're always big on, on celebrating our achievements. That's one of our, our philosophies is you have to celebrate every little success that you have along the way. And I think that has really helped us through this situation because, you know, if we waited till the end of the season to celebrate everything that I was doing right, then we missed out on a huge chunk of our, our great successes. And we were taking the time throughout the year to really do that. And it's one of the things that we're encouraging our athletes to keep doing through this uh, stay-at-home order is, you know, any little thing that you do that you feel is worth celebrating, find a way to celebrate it and make sure that, you know, keeps your positive attitude going through. Yeah, I'll just say, um, you know, we were really happy with SECs. Obviously, there were things we wanted to fix. Um, I think actually this time has given us a lot of reflection. Um, things did kind of get rolling really fast with an all-new staff and Andrew taking over. So this has given us that kind of pause that we never really had to kind of go back and think about all the things that we did do well and what we need to improve and change. 
Um, obviously there was uh, a few swimmers on the women's side that I really wish we would have been able to see the end of the year. We had a couple freshmen coming on towards the end that were just starting to hit it. But, um, you know, that's just the way things are. Things can get taken away from you. And like Alex said, we just have such a strong team, um, coaching staff, support service here that, you know, we're just going to come out of this even stronger than we were. So I'm just excited for what the future has. Yeah. It has given us uh, a lot of time to reflect on the season and, you know, think about what went well and what we need to improve. And I think where we're going to be able to make some improvements as always, we want to make sure we make changes every year and, and grow our program. Yeah. Um, Tracy, you mentioned reflection. So I, again, I've asked a few um, people I've talked to this, but uh, you know, on swim swim, we've certainly taken this time to reflect on, just a number of great swims throughout history, um, whether that was, uh, you know, gold medal performances or world record performances or whatever the case may be. Um, do you do you two personally have uh, favorite favorite swim stories that stick out in your minds? I mean, just more recently, probably my biggest um, my favorite moment probably from this year was our first 200 medley relay on the women's side. Um, obviously it was a big jump for me coming from Eastern Michigan to Mizzou. I didn't really know the level of athletes necessarily, you know, you see in practice, but that first competition to make that a cut, that first relay off the bat was just like, okay, like this is, this is for real. Like these women are here. Um, they were taking everything, all the changes that we had given them so well. Um, and that was just one of those really proud moments. And we kind of continued to build on that, but that was one of those really exciting moments for us just from the get-go that uh, motivated all of us. It's hard for uh, for me not to go with Danny Kovac this year as far as his uh, first, you know, his SEC title and, and getting our first one as a new staff. Um, and just the way that race went down where pretty much everyone at the end of the race was on the wall at the same time at the 75 and he got it done at the end. And it seemed like there was like, 15 minutes between when he touched the wall and when it came up on the scoreboard and we all kind of looked at the wall and then we turned around and we waited and it was dead silent. And then, you know, we saw that number one come up and that was pretty cool. Um, so that was, you know, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, those are both awesome memories. I want more though. <clears throat> um, so I'll, I'll share you one of mine and it, it was when I was coaching for Columbia swim club. Um, and we were at our sectional meet in 2014 and the year prior our women had won the sectional meet for the first time in club history. Um, and so that was really cool. And a lot of those women were still on the team. And then, uh, you know, it was kind of a thing where we were battling for the, the, the overall team title, um, which, Columbia Swim Club had also never won that before <laughs> and uh and so it came down we, we were battling with the Kansas City Blazers all weekend and we were kind of like this is like pretty unlikely but like it could happen so everyone everyone swam a really awesome meet it came down to the our girls won the 400 free relay that was really thrilling because um Chelsea Tatlow had like a come from behind anchor and touch first. And that was really cool. And then it came down to our boys relay who 
they didn't have to win, but I think the stars kind of had to align. Um, and I know that our anchor passed like a blazers, like or our anchor passed like one relay on the last 25. And then someone, some other team passed like the blazers B relay on, at the other end of the pool in the last 25. And so the relay finishes and we're like all kind of trying to calculate and we're like, I don't, we can't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We don't know. And, um, the, there was just so much excitement around it and we ended up winning the meet by three points. So like if, if those two passes on both ends of the pool hadn't happened on the last 25, like it would, I don't think it would have ended up that way, but that was forever one of my favorite swimming moments. Um, and certainly one of my favorite swimming moments related to Columbia, Missouri. <clears throat> um, so aside from this year, do you have, do, what are your, you know, what is one or two of your favorite swimming memories that either you've witnessed in person or maybe you, you know, saw live on TV, maybe an Olympics or a world champs or something like that? I feel like the Jason Lezak anchor relay is always one of those races that if you need some sort of motivation, like if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will that come from behind. Um, but so, so that's funny. a good Just, one. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry to interrupt. I didn't mean to okay. jump in, but uh, Matt Grievers was a teammate of mine and Andrew's brother. So Andrew's our head coach and uh, his brother, Matt, I slammed us for three years and uh, he was on that relay in prelims. And so we were, actually at his parents house Andrew and I and a couple of other friends watching in the basement uh, of his parents house and Lezak coming back actually earned Matt a gold medal because he swam in freelance awesome. so we were just going crazy so that was that was a really fun uh that's you know for obvious reasons everyone has that as one of their favorites but that's you know a special place for me too was now that and that was Matt had been a part of the they had set the world record in prelims right is that correct? Uh, I don't recall, but okay. it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> there was, yeah, a lot of crazy times during that period, but that's, that's awesome. And yeah, I think I, I certainly remember where I was when I saw that, that anchor leg and just remember screaming a lot. Um, well, cool. So, so I guess on a, on more of a closing note, um, what what do you what are you guys thinking um, moving forward through this quarantine? Um, you know, maybe maybe thoughts you have on just strategies that have helped you guys personally, um, or even when you do get to return to the pool deck. Um, I think something is important is give yourself something to look forward to every day find that you might find something that's fulfilling um, that you can you know really get excited about on a day-to-day -day basis and, and it's sometimes it's hard when it seems like everything's canceled and you have to kind of make your own events you know whether it's a FaceTime with family or you know game time or a workout or a meal a new hobby anything just little things that that bring you happiness that you can get excited about are, are important now more than ever um, and, and keeping a good mental health and just you know, getting back in, uh, we're just looking forward to the day that we can get back in the water and, and get back to swimming. Um, I don't, you know, we're going to have to build up based off of being out of the water a little bit, but I don't know necessarily that our, our training philosophy is going to change too much. We're 
more on the low volume side anyway. So, um, you know, we're just excited when we can. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think a lot of the athletes already have told us, you know, kind of, I'm not gonna take things for granted. I'm not gonna whine and complain as much, um, which might last a little bit. And then I'm sure it will continue on as, as normal, which I hope it does. Um, but I think even for myself that just to really um, look back and realize how fast things can be over before you know it and not take for granted, you know, everything that we love about the sport, about why we love coaching. Um, and it's not just the swimming, it's just the interactions with our athletes and with our coaches, other coaches. Um, obviously, Zoom calls help, but it's still not the same. And so we're just really excited to get back with them, see how they've grown, um, and see what they've done with their, their free time. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you, Alec and Tracy, so much for your time. I really appreciate it. No yeah, problem. thanks for having us. <laughs>